And guess what? I've got Howie back. Now he's been here all the time. Howie. Okay, the dude, the dude. We're gonna call you the 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 dude. Okay. Paul Wars. The product's been on national TV. You, you've got um, professional basketball teams wearing them. You're you're all over the place now. It's, it's a great product. It's been branded. How easy is it to run a business? I mean, is this something where you do part time? Do you do forty hours a week? Are you thinking about it on Saturdays? How busy are you? It's really easy. It's easy. Everybody should do it. Of course, of course, I'm kidding. It is, it is, uh, you better love it because it takes up a lot of your energy and time. And if you're not loving it, and I'm telling you, you we, I, I told you I'm part of this whole Shark Tank community. You hear these stories. It is crazy of like manufacturing issues. I'm continuously having different manufacturing issues or fulfillment issues and things like that where something will get changed up or the quality won't be good. And then, you know, you may not see it sometimes until a review on Amazon. And you're like, wait a minute, what what happened? And then you you get something dealing with samples, dealing with I'm dealing with the coronavirus right now. Like, yeah, what, yeah, what's let's talk about that for a minute, because that's so current. Are you, you must be manufacturing in China. So I'm I'm in Pakistan and I'm also working on a version 2.0 and part of that will be um in china okay because they're not and working they got a little problem over there don't they they got and and the ripple effect is crazy i was speaking to somebody yesterday who was telling me about the ripple effect and how it's affecting businesses here and his business it is crazy like what's going on and hopefully they get it under control soon they they move back going a week going back to the factories to try and contain it I know. hopefully I know. that's accurate i'm waiting for some new fabric. Um, I'm working on a version 2.0 that I'll share with you when it comes out. It's going to be really cool version nice. 2.0 of the robe. It's going to be have some really cool properties. So, how, so it's really important to have a couple different sources for manufacturing in case something goes wrong. I mean, is that pretty much a, a good thing to do? It, it's a good thing to do if you can, right? Okay. It, it's it's not always feasible because you have to have minimums in different places and you have to have systems set up in each place and how it comes in to the country. And, I, you know, there are so many things. Like I've had manufacturing issues since day one. I don't know if you remember this. When I was first manufacturing, I had a company that was doing it. The price point was terrific. And I was set to launch my Kickstarter in two weeks. And I... I reached back out to the person who was based in the U.S. And I said, let me quadruple check with you. Fourth, fourth time, quadruple. I said, let me quadruple check. Because I was nervous. God forbid that the Kickstarter happens and something is off of the pricing. I, you know, I was close on my margins. And I said, are these prices, like if I only do this amount and hit my minimum on Kickstarter, and which means I would have to make it, my $25,000 minimum. And they said, oh, no, that's not the prices then. I said, what do you mean? We have emails. You saying it. I just want to confirm. She goes, I go, well, what are they? Is it a dollar more, two dollars more? She goes, no, they're triple. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, then it's like samples. I said, well, then I would lose money the more I sell. So that can't happen. So I had two weeks to scramble to find a new manufacturer. Thank God I had a friend. Thank you, Rich, who stepped up and found a manufacturer that he deals with and they were able to get it done. But there, there's okay. always issues. How'd you, how'd you find the manufacturer? I know you said a friend. Did you fly over there? Did you go to a factory? Did you QC? How do you do the QC? How do you know what's coming back to you? It's gonna look okay, or does it? It's a great question. That was the first, my first batch, he is, he's in manufacturing. There's a factory that he's dealt with. He has people over there in China. So they did that. 
Now that I'm in Pakistan, frankly, there are some issues, right? Like I, I'm not going over to Pakistan, right? And my factory does, we've, we've finally gotten it to a place where I'm somewhat comfortable with it, but I fly it in. Like there's, there's all sorts of issues that, that I have to deal with on a regular basis and manufacturing and fulfillment are two of, of the headaches that we all have. Okay. Does someone do the fulfillment for you or do you have it in a garage or a warehouse or an office? How do you do that? So I have someone doing it for me for the past like month or so. It's been in my house because I'm in the middle of switching my fulfillment center and I'm talking to like five or six different fulfillment centers and the first one that I was using, their price was the best and they were good, but anything I did out of the ordinary. So if I did a sale that was more of a wholesale or B2B type thing, they couldn't handle it. So I, I couldn't have that as my regular way of doing business. I didn't like dealing with them. So now trying to find somebody that's even close to them in price is difficult, but okay. I've literally been dealing with like So talk about fulfillment for, for, for everyone because maybe people don't understand it. Fulfillment is where they're going to get the product. It comes into them. They warehouse it. They ship it out with all the orders, and then they charge you for that service. Is that correct? Yep, exactly. Okay. They do everything. So they, everything, they have an interface. The orders go directly to them, okay. and they send things out. All right. Um, what else? What other problems have you seen, Harry? What about reviews on Amazon? Um, is that a way to catch some problems? I mean, do you watch the reviews? How important is that for you, the reviews? It's really important. And, you know, I didn't go on Amazon for a little while um, and and I went on and I got a bunch of good reviews. And there are some there's always going to be, you know, a couple of bad ones and they're not always wrong. Sometimes I agree with them. Sometimes I don't. Um, I always try and get on top of it. Sometimes they don't respond to you like you try and reach back out to them and say, if you're unhappy, yeah. I'm big yeah. on standing behind my product. Let me fix it. <laughs> Let's rectify it. And you know that you run your business the same way. Yeah. And so, you know, but it's Amazon, right? And so they don't let you give them your email address. So they don't always check back in. It's not so easy, but bad reviews really, really hurt. Okay. Well, Howie, is there any advice you'd give anyone, um, Let's talk, wait, let's talk about the money because you got to have a little bit of money to do this, don't you? Sure. Can sure. you do it on a shoestring? Listen, it depends on your product. Okay. It's really relevant. depends on your product. And for me, I wouldn't have just done it. I wouldn't have run out and manufactured. That's why I did a Kickstarter first because I wanted to test the market, see if there's demand for it, right? And so I saw that. Then I was okay putting more money into it. I knew I, I put in money to to get it to the right place for Kickstarter. And we did, we did pretty well. Um, but if you have a product that costs, I'm making this up. I know some people have done this. It costs you a dollar to make and your minimum order qu quantity is 2000. You could, you could test you it, could it, put it on Amazon and see okay. what it is, you know, and see what happens. Sure. It gets a but, little bit more complicated if you're in, if you're in a lot of retailers and there's a float game where you, you know you pay your manufacturer in 30 days, but the retailer's not going to pay you for 90, so you got to float the difference. So, yeah, that's another. That's a whole another. That's a whole another video. So, okay. Well, you, the internet has leveled the playing field for us, for all of us inventors out that's there, because right. you could test the market at, in a much cheaper and more efficient way. Has anybody ripped you off yet? Any copycats called? The, so, the, so people try. I wouldn't say necessarily rip me off, 
but I would say they try and steal your keywords and stuff like that. So you have to be careful of that. But, but what's interesting is what I learned. Remember we talk, we always talk about protecting your product, protecting your stuff. And this is pretty not protectable. We thought, right. Other than my name, other than Dudro. So, um, I went to a bunch of different manufacturers to try and get these made and nobody, because they're so annoying to make, nobody wants to make the damn thing. So that's my, been my protection. <laughs> Sometimes you know, we get, you know, someone had told me that if you, if you, if your manufacturing is a little, a little difficult or a little complex, it actually will help you to keep those guys at bay. So it looks like that's helping you. Howie, yeah. congratulations on everything. Um, I love it. I saw the dude, dude wrote, and I thought, yeah, you know, I was one of those guys saying, you know, I don't know if this is going to work, but I was wrong. And here, I'm here to say it. Howie, great job. Thanks, Stephen. I appreciate it. Good to see you. Nice seeing you.